comics, movies, music, video games, technology, Blu-ray, television. This is the HHW LOD Podcast Network. The world we know is gone. No Facebook, no Twitter, no smartphones, no podcasts. In a world ruled by the dead, we are finally forced to start living. Welcome to the Walking Dead TV Podcast, episode 66. We are satanic this evening. We're going to do a big show tonight all about the DVD release for season two and a whole bunch of other news. This is John. I have with me the whole entire cast of the Walking Dead TV Podcast, Brad, Jordan, Jim, and Russell. Hello, gentlemen. Evening. Hello. I think we're actually 600 away from being that. No, 66 counts as, as devil. I'm pretty sure this is our very special Kill All the Jedi episode. We can jump it. We can do like, uh, I think they did it with Batman. We can just make an issue 666 and then go back to 67 next time and make this one like evil. Like a Simpsons Halloween episode. No? Okay, John. Well, in that case, Jim, why don't you tell us about our sponsors? We are not ready for sponsors. This is the first time that we've been together. We've been doing the commentaries and stuff, and uh, I would like to commend everybody that's been participating in the commentaries because I have not, and they're turning out very well, and they're very popular, and everybody loves them. So good job on you guys. Thanks. We've had some help from Aaron Newworth on a couple of those, and uh, like, like you said, John, our listeners really seem to be uh, enjoying them. So uh, we'll keep doing them as long as you keep liking them. Very cool, and uh, we're back here tonight to catch up on some voicemails that have been neglected and uh, go over some news, and of course, this Tuesday, which may be today, depending on when we get this episode out, we have the big Season 2 Blu-ray and DVD release, so we're going to have a little release party and, and take a look at that and see how much we're getting screwed until they release another edition. Let's hope not. But before we do any of that stuff, Russell, tell us who makes this production possible. Why Discount Comic Book Service makes this production uh, possible. As always, we thank them for their sponsorship. This month for August, if you hurry, 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 if if you uh, get this quickly, you can still catch the August solicitations. The Septembers will be out very shortly. Um, if, if you do, I mean, normally DCBS likes to get the orders in by the last day of the month um, for, for the for the. For the following month, but if you um, if if you're running a few days late, you can just shoot them an email, and and they will take care of you. I've I've never had a problem. I am the ultimate in procrastination, and uh, my orders come just fine, no no problem whatsoever. 
you can earn 5% back on your Comixology order. So if you buy digital comics, like some of us do, uh, if you buy them through the DCBS homepage portal, you can earn 5% of your purchase back towards your DCBS order. So that's a good way to save even more. Um, in addition to the 8% you'll get if you're a new customer um, or haven't ordered in the last year by using WD8 as your code for discount comic book service. Uh, and finally, some Walking Dead-related stuff uh, on uh, DCBS this month. Walking Dead 103, which uh, continues the aftermath of Lucille and uh, the consequences of issue 100. Um, and the Walking Dead Michonne special. So just in time for um, the TV show coming up, they're doing a special reprinting Michonne's first appearance as well as um, as well as the the short that was in Playboy magazine that, that they're putting in there. So if you didn't get a chance to check that out, you can get it kind of in one shot for $1.97. Both those issues are 40% off their $1.97. And you can get The Walking Dead Compendium Volume 2 also is being solicited this month. So if you want to book around to go with your Volume 1 Compendium, you need another, you know, maybe you want a two-fist to be able to kill zombies with a book big enough to do so. The Compendium certainly fit that bill. Um, issues 49 through 96 will appear in that second compendium. So just like the first one that did 1 through 48, this has 49 through 96. So you get the equivalent of eight trades in one volume. So an incredible, incredible deal. So once again, DCBS, Discount Comic Book Service, DCBService.com. We thank them for their support. One last item. And it is, uh, you can get it through DCBS, but I don't think we talked about it the last time we did news. Uh, the Walking Dead official magazine is being published. It will be out in October in time for Season 3. Uh, it is available, again, on DCBS, and uh, I believe you can go to the Walking Dead. Ma I think it's Titan Books that puts it out, actually. You can find it on their website as well. Um, it says the first issue, exclusive access, including in-depth interviews with Robert Kirkman, Glenn Mazzara, um, David Alpert, executive producers. Uh, looks like a whole bunch of interviews and things like that. Uh, season 3 exclusives in there, and it's got a really cool cover. With uh, It's got a quarantine CDC-stamped cover with some zombies ripping through and stuff. Uh, I'm sure there'll be lots of good photos and, and articles and things like that. So look for the Walking Dead official magazine in October. What's a magazine? Jordan, you know what a magazine is because you have some other magazine-related news, don't you? Uh, you got me, you got me. Yes, uh, Entertainment Weekly has released uh, a new issue with four different Walking Dead covers. Uh, we have uh, our hero Rick on the cover of one, holding uh, his six-shooter to his head. Uh, not suicidally, just uh, awesomely. We have one uh, with Michonne and two of her zombie slaves uh, chained up to her. We have the governor holding a really big Bowie knife uh, with the reflection of a zombie in it. And we have one with Merle and Daryl Dixon. Yeah, I guess they're not interested at all in keeping that cat in the bag, so it must not be a very big surprise in the season. He must show up pretty soon because they're both on that cover. And uh, Daryl looks to be rocking some, uh, I guess that's considered a poncho, right? Like an Old West-style poncho? I'm not looking at the image. <laughs> I haven't seen him either. Hold on. <laughs> I thought you guys would all see this because these have all been posted on of our uh, Facebook group for the Walking Dead TV podcast. Oh, I've seen them. I just do not have them committed to memory currently. Ah. But uh, they all look really good. And, and uh, we've gotten a good look at a bunch of the pictures on the inside. And there looks to be some really good behind the scenes stuff. 
uh, besides them just posing and throwing karate kicks and, uh, you know, the, the usual magazine photo shoot fair, uh, there seems to be some CGI shots of, like, Michonne and her two, uh, you know, pet buddies with their green-screened arms and stuff like that. It looks pretty cool. And this is the August 24th issue, so by the time you hear this, it should already be on stands. People have it. Uh, people have been posting on Facebook and, and Twitter and stuff like that that they have it in their hands. It, it officially came out Friday. I have not seen it on a, uh, on a magazine stand as of yet, but they should definitely be out by now. And um, I did check on iBooks, and there is a digital Entertainment Weekly as well. So for four or five bucks, you can get the issue on your iPad tablet. I'm sure it's in Kindle as well. So if you want to check it out digitally, uh, it's available that way as well. How about a voicemail? Sure. This one has been hanging around for a while, and uh, we missed the opportunity. We had some tech issues, but it's pretty interesting. So here's our first. Hey, Walking Dead guys. Uh, this is Brian from Illinois, and I wanted to leave you a message and let you know that uh, I went to uh, Skybound and was one of the 100 people to get uh, to order the Walking Dead uh, 100 limited edition custom-made Walking Dead box set. Um, so the box set, what it includes is it comes with a custom silk screen box, and on the box it looks like there's a uh, there's artwork of a of a look. It's it's a walker, um, and then there's a custom silk screen print signed and numbered by Robert Kirkman and Charlie Adler comes with the Walking Dead 100 watch, uh, Secret Lucille t-shirts, the Walking Dead 100 covers uh, from the uh, Adler regular, Otley, Phillips, Whiteley, Hitch, McFarlane, Silvestri, Adler, Chromium. It also comes with the Walking Dead wraparound signed by Kirkman and Adler. Um, there was only a hundred of these box sets made. They sold them for two hundred and fifty dollars, and they sold out. It seemed like less than five minutes because I went back and like it was there on the page. I finished my order, went back to the main page, and you couldn't click on them. They were gone like that. Um, already went to eBay, and people are selling them. Uh, buy it now. Buy it now price is like nine hundred dollars, and this is just like an hour after they went on sale. Um, you can put a bid in for six hundred, but that's when people will try to start outbidding you. So the cheapest you can buy it now is like eight hundred, no, nine hundred dollars on eBay. So just want to let you know, guys know that I got my hands on one, and uh, I'll definitely be checking out when it uh, comes to mail, and then putting it away and never looking at it again. All right, you guys take care. Talk to you later. Very good. So, you know, congrats for getting one of those. I haven't seen many of them around at all, obviously, being that there's only 100. Uh, I like the sound of those different art. I guess they're art pages, or I don't know if they're part of the book. I believe they're the, the covers, the, the eight covers that were released, or nine covers, however many there were. That's pretty sweet. Because it was the same artist, I think. And, and by the way, congratulations on your uh, pronunciation of all the names, because I think you got all of them exactly right. Very cool. Uh, shall we do our other voicemail? Let's get him out of the way so we don't forget or run out of time. Let me preface this real quick. This is two emails, uh, voicemails that I edited together. There were similar voicemails. I'm not sure why he left uh, t 
two similar ones. Well, they 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 had different topics, but then he said some of the same things in both emails, so I edited them together. I left part of it out, and I'm, we'll address that after uh, we hear the the rest of it. Okay, here we go. It's a Franken voicemail. Hi, this is um Geeky Wolf on the forums and Twitter and Facebook. I just want to say your guys' um, podcast is the best so far. I can't put it on um, iTunes because I don't have an account, but I have an iTunes, so it's just weird. Anyway, what I wanted to say is you guys are doing a great job. I, I found you from my uncle's website, the trulydisgusting.com, and I found you, and I, you guys are the first spoiler-free awesome podcast I have seen so far. And I started from one, and I'm going up, I'm going to catch up, and I'll, I'll just follow you guys through. And um, great interviews, too. But I wanted to say, I give this, like, podcast, you know, you know, like a four out of, you know, you know, you know what, five out of five busters. So, yeah, I just wanted to say that. Um, hope to hear myself on the podcast. It'll be very awesome, indeed. And oh, I, I agree with you guys. Jordan, you're just, you're too young. We'll <laughs> see you guys later. Thank you. Bye. Can't really do anything about that. Sorry. Thank you, Geeky Wolf. Yeah, we traded links with Truly Disturbing a while ago. You could find their link on on our site, and uh, we've had one up there. So it's cool that we're uh, we're trading friends. So awesome. Thank you. The part of that voicemail that I cut out was timely at one point, but enough time has gone by that it's not. Um, basically, he said he wanted to know if we watched the talking dead and wanted to know in particular what we thought of the producers comments about how they were going to include the governor and Michonne and things of that nature. And we've talked about that, um, uh, ad nauseum, but, uh, you know, he, he made some comments of like, or do you think it's going to be just like the story that we know, or is it going to be different? And so I left that out, but I wanted to just acknowledge the fact that he had, he had asked us about that. And, um, I, for one, never watched, the Talking Dead. I know a couple of you guys had, but I never did. I watched about half of them, maybe, because I didn't have AMC for the whole time, so a lot of times I was going through iTunes. But uh, I enjoyed what I saw. I mean, it wasn't there wasn't a ton of meat to it, but what there was was, was good, and I enjoyed the humor of it. I like Chris Hardwick and his stuff. Yeah, I'm the same. I, I, pro- I think I only missed a couple, but uh, I really en- enjoy what you know Chris Hardwick and the host role uh is it does a very good job and and he had some good guests on and um they had you know he's he's pretty quick and witty so it kind of fits with uh with when people call in or when they read voicemails or emails or th- or things like that so i i enjoy it i wish i kind of like jordan i don't think there's really a lot of meat on there i i it seems like there's a lot of looking at scenes there's a lot of commercial breaks um, so I imagine as a show, it's probably fairly profitable for them because it, it probably costs almost nothing to produce and, uh, and they probably get decent ad revenue being so closely tied in with walking dead. They, I, I really love the, um, the in memoriam they do where they, <laughs> they go through and, um, and, and go through everybody that died in the, in the, in the, uh, episode. It's, it's just kind of cracks me up the way they set it to this dramatic music and, and have these subtitles and stuff like that. It's, it's, it's kind of funny. Speaking of AMC, have any of you guys heard any more news? I haven't, but that doesn't mean it hasn't been talked about. Any more news of a possible resolution between AMC and uh, Dish Network? Because if not, I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know how I'm going to see this when it, you know, that night it airs. I've uh, I have not heard anything, and Brad, I'm in the same boat that you are. So, um, and I'm currently in that boat with Breaking Bad. And let's just say my cable bill hasn't gotten any cheaper. Um, I'm still 
we're still paying the same amount that we did when we had AMC. So I've uh, I've found a way to watch the show. <laughs> I have been. This is back to the uh, Talking Dead thing. I originally stayed away from watching the Talking Dead because I was afraid they were going to cover like similar things that we did, and I didn't want to be accused of copying them, or I didn't want to have my views skewed. But it sounds like they don't do anything like what we do. Yeah, that that's exactly why I didn't start watching it either. No, I I see no similarity. Yeah, I thought there might be overlap between like uh, our topic and their topic if we watched it, and I figured some of our listeners probably watched it, so I stayed away from it as well. I don't have anything against Chris Hardwick. In fact, I I enjoy what he does, and uh, I had the privilege of uh, a couple of years ago I had a, a job where I got to travel a lot, and I got to attend the NAB in uh, Las Vegas, was the National Association of Broadcasters Convention. Stan Lee was there one day, and he had... Um, he gave like a keynote speech, and then there was a like a panel, uh, a Q and A with him, and Chris Hardwick hosted it because Stan Lee is hard of hearing, and the two of them sat up on the uh, on the stage and they interviewed uh, Chris Hardwick, uh, interviewed Stan Lee, and then Chris Hardwick facilitated a Q and A with the audience. The audience members, I was the second one that got to ask. Uh, Stanley a question by the way which is pretty awesome but we would ask the question and then Chris Hardwick would basically repeat it for Stan while Stan had one hand behind an ear cupped like huh what'd you say Sonny but uh, anyway the point is Chris Hardwick seems like a nice guy and uh, I didn't I didn't start watching it not because I did I had anything against him but um, you know I, maybe I'll check it out now because it like I said I do enjoy his stuff it's definitely decently entertaining. It's usually a couple minutes of bit, like that in-memoriam thing, um, a couple minutes of behind-the-scenes, uh, a couple minutes of taking phone calls or reading Twitter questions, and uh, and then about the rest of the time is spent with the guests. Usually one person involved with the show and one, I don't know if nerd icon is the right term, but somebody involved in a nerdy show or a nerdy movie or you know just someone involved in that culture who is brought in as the secondary guest. So it's it's definitely entertaining. There's like we said, there's not a lot to it, but it's entertaining. Sounds like something you'd want to view uh, on your DVR so you could skip ahead thirty. Pretty much, yeah. I've been very happy with all of the panels that Chris Hardwick has uh, has taken uh, hold of. I guess you could, whatever he runs them. Uh, he did a bunch of them at at New York Comic Con. I think some of the San Diego videos we've seen are him as well. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. But pretty much does all the Walking Dead panels where the whole cast is there now. Yeah, and even I mean for the Avengers uh, at last New York Comic Con, he was yeah. in charge, and he he does a really good job. And he was a real nice guy when I met him in New York, not at Comic Con, but at that other event I went to where uh, Robert Kirkman was. They were both really nice. So more power to him. Very cool. Should we get into the special features, or do we want to get into something else first? Now let's talk about that big D- DVD release. That's uh, that's why we're here. First off, who's getting it? Which of the five of us are getting it? I haven't decided yet. I'm Switzerland so far. <laughs> I think I'm going to wait for the giant Walking Dead eventual box set. Like the whole After series the one you're saying? Yeah. yeah. I'm in the same boat. I kind of got burned on the season one, and then they came out with a special edition. And, and I'm afraid they're going to do something similar with this one, although this one, the features are more robust, or at least it seems, on this first release than the first release of Season 1. But I think I'm just going to, uh, 
I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna pass for now. And you know, not to say if it if it gets cheap down the road, I might I might do it. But I'm a I'm a big fan of the really cool uh, box set presentations that they do, and I think this one will probably have something special down the road. I agree. I think there's bound to be a collector's edition at some point uh, beyond the one that they're releasing now with the zombie head with the screwdriver in it, which I'm sure we'll talk about shortly. But I bought uh, all these episodes on uh, Amazon uh, online separately, so I'm going to pass on this one as well. You know what? I'm going to tweet right now to Glenn Mazzara and then just ask him, flat out ask him. Not like he's going to have any answer for us, but... He might not even know we're being in charge of that angle of it. Hey, Glamazara, are we gonna get screwed if <laughs> we buy this first version of season two? You think that'll go over well? Like a lead balloon, sir. Uh, delete, 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 delete. All right, maybe I won't. Maybe you could tweet Rob Liefeld. He'll have something uh, good to respond oh, to that. Boy. Yeah, let's not even talk about that. All right, so I've got the list of the complete second season Blu-ray special features in front of me. Um, before we get into the special features, though, uh, you have your three basic editions. Or, well, one's not so basic, but you have the DVD box set, you have the Blu-ray box set, and then you have a special... or it's. Walking Dead, the complete second season limited edition Blu-ray. And this is the one, like Jim mentioned before... It comes in the uh, box that looks like a zombie head with a screwdriver through the eye, just like the one we saw on the RV in, uh, I guess, the, the beginning of the first episode of the second season, uh, designed by Todd McFarlane of you know Spawn and all that kind of stuff. It's pretty cool looking. I don't know if it's like one-for-one one head size. I think it's probably two-thirds it's ratio. It's probably even smaller than that. Even smaller? Okay. Usually but these sets look great in the picture and not that they're made poorly but when you think of like the actual size of the disc and how they're going right. to fit into the base it's really not very big at all well if you look at hold on let me link you a picture just going by this picture i think it might actually be closer to two-thirds size because it doesn't fit in the base like you're thinking i mean it does but it fits straight up and down inside the head so using a regular dvd or blu-ray box set size as a as a guide i think it might be closer to two-thirds size this thing's pretty big john and i have been on the ass end of that <laughs> that kind of transaction several times so i would be shocked and surprised if it was any um if it was very much bigger uh than than the way john is describing but but we could be wrong yeah let's hope so what comes in that uh set jordan well, there are a lot of special features. I'm going to breeze over some of them, but we'll talk about others more in depth. We've got audio commentaries uh, for the episodes What Lies Ahead, Pretty Much Dead Already, Nebraska, Judge, Jury, Executioner, and Beside the Dying Fire with various producers, writers, actors, all that kind of stuff. Uh, and you, of course, always have our commentaries as well to fill out the rest. Not, we, I don't think every episode will be covered between the two, but you have quite a few to choose from. You have a bunch of featurettes. You have All the Guts Inside which is a detailed look at the creation of a gory scene featuring two characters ripping into a zombie's stomach. I think we know exactly which one that is. We have Live or Let Die. That's the cast and crew discussing the differences between the comic book and the show, uh, the season one and two themes, character arcs, and the daring scripts that shape the final season two episodes. 
We have The Meat of the Music, uh, a behind-the-scenes look into the crafting of the series' music, the work of composer Bear McCreary, and the importance of both music and silence in the series. I'm really interested in that one. And it looks like that one might be kind of in-depth, eight minutes. We have Fire on Set, an overview of the season's main location with emphasis on what happens around the farm in the season's final episode. The Ink is Alive, which is the similarities and differences between the original Source comics and the television series. That one's also uh, just over nine minutes. We have The Sound of the Effects, and that's the importance of sound effects to the series in the process of creating them. In the Dead Water, this extra looks at the process of making the well zombie sequence. What was the name we came up for him, Brad? Was that Stu? Stu. That was John's idea. Stu. Stu. So that's five minutes on the making of Stu. Uh, I'm looking forward to that could one. could be totally different. <laughs> Uh, we have one called You Could Make a Killing. That's a glimpse into Greg Nicotero's contribution as a producer, effects artist, second unit director, and director of the episode Judge Jury Executioner. Also, The Death of a Character. Uh, which in that episode, was that the episode where um, our favorite elderly character died? Judge Jury Executioner? I believe so. Yeah, I believe so. Because so, he says, didn't he actually say those words to somebody? I believe so, about Randall, when they're trying to kill Randall. Right. It, it, yeah, that is the episode you're talking about. Our our, um, our friend with the fishing hat. Uh, yeah, that's the one you're talking about. <laughs> Whose name we've all apparently forgotten. Dale. Yeah. Dale. I'm glad... I, I, I'm yeah. sorry, I thought we were trying to... I thought for some reason we were going spoiler on that. No, I couldn't remember. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, that was... I, the, I that couldn't was remember the, Dale's name. I couldn't remember last Dale. episode either. That was the episode oh, Dale died. Oh, that's really sad. <laughs> I called him Herschel. Oh, oh, you old guys close. look the same to me. I don't know. Oh, that was uncalled for. <laughs> uh, we have She Will Fight. A look at Andrea's character arc in the making of a scene in which she must fight a zombie within an enclosed space. And this scene served as a transition point for her. So I'm assuming that is the zombie with the screwdriver and its eye on the RV. Wait a minute. Are they are they calling her a she-wolf? Is that what you said? She-wolf fight? <laughs> yes, it's a she-wolf fight. And there's Nazis and aliens and... <laughs> I said she must fight a zombie within an enclosed space. She will fight, Brad. She will fight. Oh, oh, okay. Jordan's... She Will uh, Fight is a totally different movie. I believe I've it's been on drinking. Yeah. What do you want from me? It's the sequel to Ilsa, She Wolf of the SS. She yes. Will Fight. Okay. You can find that on Skinamax at 2 a.m. Uh, we have the cast of Season 2. The main cast members discuss the season plot lines, character arcs, and more. We have Extra's Wardrobe, which is uh, costume designer Yulin Wambi. Her last name is Wambi, not Zombie, Wambi with a W, uh, discussing dressing the walkers. I think and it's then we Womble, have... actually. Womble, not Wambi. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Tiny print. Yeah, jo- Jordan's been drinking, right? I, I, I have. <laughs> uh, we have. Yeah, I remember my episodes. first beer. <laughs> uh, Leave it to the old guys to read the fine print. <laughs> yeah. We have uh, 20 Minutes of Webisodes, which these are the ones uh, directed by Greg Nicotero. And then we have 30 minutes, 30 whole minutes of deleted scenes from What Lives Ahead, Save the Last One, Secrets Pretty Much Dead Already, Nebraska, Judge, Jury, Executioner, Battle Angels, and Beside the Dying Fire, with uh, optional audio commentary from Glenn Mazzara. So that's a pretty hefty chunk of uh, special features there. You guys remember the trailer that we saw for Season 2 before it started? There was... uh a scene with Rick and Shane. Shane had a full head of hair, obviously. They were standing outside what looked like uh, the Vatos yep. place. Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, Glenn Mazzara has tweeted 
that that scene will definitely be on the uh, in the deleted scene section of of, the, of this episode. It had it had something to do with the direction that Frank Darabont was going with uh, that first episode that apparently got you know, re-edited and stuff like that, so that'll be interesting. Although the impression I got is that it wasn't re-edited because of him leaving, it was re-edited because they took two full episodes and edited them down into that 90-minute premiere. So yes, it was agreed. like 20 minutes of stuff that was cut out, including Shane running from the zombies in the street, um, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, it didn't have anything to do with with Glenn himself, but uh, it was, uh, they decided to kind of take it a little different direction by like you said combining the two episodes right i think i think on on the either the entertainment weekly site or i forget what website it was they actually had either that deleted scene or a portion of that deleted scene it was like a minute seven seconds or something um on on their website so i was able to to check that out yeah and i guess we're going to stay away from spoiling what it was about but uh it definitely I, i wouldn't say it's a plot hole it fills in but it's one of those things where when people go, well, why didn't they just do X? Meaning, why did the characters just do X or Y? This answer is why they didn't do one of those things. So, definitely interesting. Yeah. It was a pretty cool scene. I, You know, one of the things, even though I'm, I'm probably not going to bite on the actual set, um, I still, I'm still one of the few that have the actual physical disc Netflix subscriptions. Um, so, I might just pop the, the special features disc on my... Um, on my disc rotation and check them out because there is a lot of good stuff on here. I think I think um, w- what we see with a lot of popular TV shows as the season sets go on, um, the, the the amount of special features they put on there gets better and better. And it kind of like like we saw or we've seen in the past with other TV shows when when Blu-ray kind of broke that barrier and and they were able to kind of produce s- stuff specifically for it. The the quality of the extras seemed to grow exponentially. Um, you know, when that when that shift was made, it kind of, it's very similar to you know the VHS to DVD shift, and then we have the DVD to the Blu-ray shift. Um, all in all, we're just getting a lot a lot more cool stuff to look at or behind the scenes. And for someone like me, that's a big process junkie and and loves to you know to know how they did stuff and how stuff was done and interviews and commentaries and stuff like that. I I, uh, I think it's awesome. By the way, I I did recompose a tweet. And uh, so far, no response from Glenn Mazzara. <laughs> Keep us. You didn't call him. A, you didn't say, "Hey, DB, did you?" You started it a little more. No, 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 no. I didn't say that. Okay, good, 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 good. One last thing to mention about the DVD and Blu-ray sets: uh, the Amazon prices, which should be fairly representative of most stores, you know, within five bucks either way. You assume uh, the DVD box set twenty-five bucks, the Blu-ray box set thirty, and the limited edition comes inside of a zombie head box set sixty-five dollars. So they those are your approximate prices, depending on what store you're going to go to. And if uh, if you want to check out WalkingDeadTV.com, we have previews of two of the special features up on our site. We have all the guts inside and the ink is alive. So you can get like a minute or so clip and get an idea of what those features are like. And uh, maybe that'll help you make a decision. The other thing I'm looking at here is the inclusion of the webisodes. And it made it, it kind of dawned on me. Have we heard anything about webisodes this off season? I don't think we have. I haven't heard anything. Um, I don't know that they. I mean, I, I don't know one way or the other whether the first set did well. Um, could be one of those things where they release webisodes between parts one and two of the season. If they do eight episodes before you know the Christmas holiday and eight episodes after, maybe they release something in there. Right. 
That, that'd be cool. Because I think by this time last year, we'd already knew they were coming. Because we'd definitely seen them by the time we went to New York Comic Con, which was, you know, obviously right before the release. But so I would think by now we'd we'd have heard. Maybe maybe now that Nicotero's um, position in the show has been elevated, maybe he just doesn't have the the time that he he had prior to uh, to work on those. Yeah, I mean, although he doesn't, he wouldn't have to be the one to direct those. I mean, they could get pretty much anybody to do them. True. True. They were also coming off a uh, what a six episode season one, right? So there was a lot True. of time to fill and a lot of, you know, things are different now to say the least. I will talk quickly. Uh, we have our great Facebook group and uh, our Twitter followers. Our social uh, website communities and stuff are, are really awesome. We have a lot of fun with those people. And so we decided to start up a Walking Dead TV Fantasy Football League. So I threw it out to all the people on Twitter and Facebook, and I quickly got a ton of responses, and uh, it should be a lot of fun. It's, it's most of the people that are active in our Facebook group that joined. And uh, so we're going to try to have some fun with it. I have some prizes put aside for the winners. And I just wanted to mention some of the team names because I think they're pretty funny. Uh, we have a Governor's Watch as a team. We have I Hate Lori Grimes. I believe that's Daryl's team. Uh, we have the Rictators, Shane's Pants, Carl's Nanny, uh, the Vatos, Where's Carl, and Rick's Meth- Massive Python. <laughs> and of course, and of course uh, Merle's Hand. And uh, there's a bunch of others, too. We have 14 teams in the league. Should be a lot of fun. I think maybe, I don't know if I'll do it every week, but maybe twice a month or maybe once a month I'll catch everybody up here on the podcast and talk a little smack and, and let everybody know how uh, the Fantasy Football League's doing. And uh, we'll have a big winner sometime in January probably. And uh, we have some prizes donated that I'll slowly reveal that are, are pretty cool. So uh, thanks to everybody again on the Facebook group and the, and the Twitter followers and stuff. And uh if anybody's out there saying, man, I would really like to get in that fantasy football league, well, you just have to join the Twitter and the Facebook accounts and uh, keep an eye on things, and we'll try to do some fun stuff every once in a while. Shane's pants will rise to the occasion. <laughs> that don't crash. Jordan, one other small bit of news, I believe? Yeah, this one's just, just a small one, but uh, we have casting announcement for a character named Milton. This is not a character who's in the books, who's a brand new character for the show. Uh, will be played by the actor Dallas Roberts, who was on uh, Rubicon, also on AMC, and he played Juliana Margolis' brother on The Good Wife, and he'll be playing a character uh, living in the, the town of Woodbury. But aside from that, we don't really know a whole lot. Jim, I think you had one other thing as well. Why don't you fill us in on that? Well, over in Europe, uh, they just had the big Gamescom conference last week. Uh, it's pretty much the European version of E3, only it's open to the public, so it's a lot a lot bigger and a lot crazier. They had over 100,000 people there, but one of the things they did show on the floor is the uh, new co-op uh, first-person shooter uh, Walking Dead game of the Dixon Brothers, um, and you, know, you do play as, uh, as, <clears throat> one, as one or both of the Dixon Brothers in co-op mode. Um, they really, they haven't set the, uh, firm release date yet, but it was, uh, there was a demo, uh, showable and playable on the Gamescom floor. And if you, uh, check or if you Google, uh, Gamescom Walking Dead TV, uh, or Walking Dead video game, you can, uh, see the interviews with, uh, uh Glenn Gamble, uh, from, uh, uh, Terminal Reality and, uh, the, the studio that's making the game. So hopefully, uh, uh, using those Activision assets, uh, you know, from the, you know, 
Call of Duty franchise will really help this game along. Just to uh, just to be clear, because I happen to see some tweets that came from Rooker Online, which is uh, his website. Uh, Michael Rooker is not involved in the game. It's only uh, Daryl Dixon slash Norman Reedus. Uh, so you can play well, as Daryl. Well, I think he's not voicing it, but the character's definitely in the game. I think the character's in the game. Um, I don't think you play as the character, and it's definitely not Michael Rooker. But uh, you're right. He could be. He could be in it. They've really they've shown so little of it. I mean, they have said there will be a co-op, some sort of co-op mode, though. So maybe in the story mode, you know, you play as Daryl, but in the co-op mode, you play with with Merle. I mean, I don't know. Like I said, they only have the uh, the short demo available on the floor of Gamescom. But the the, uh, the game, you know, the early reports on the game is it's looking good, and uh, hopefully it will be uh, will be fun by the time it makes its release date sometime next year. Zombie shooters are usually a safe bet. But they are saturating the market a bit. A little bit, but this one sounds pretty interesting with its survival aspects and everything. If it has a good co-op mode like Left 4 Dead, I mean, Left 4 Dead, in my mind, is like one of the best co-op experiences online because you have to play together. You know what I mean? You have to help each other. It's kind of like Horde mode in Gears of War or, or whatever. You have to work together cooperatively to survive. And if they can get that kind of uh, gameplay feel along with the, you know, in with the Walking Dead licensing and those characters, then uh, I'm in. Do we um, know a release date, roughly? It's not coming out for this beginning of this season, right? Maybe a... No, it'll be next year sometime. Okay. That'll be cool. Maybe it'll hold us over, you know, if it's a March release or something like that, you know, after the season is over. Maybe that'll hold us over a little bit in the springtime. What do you... Speaking of uh, Michael Rooker... What do you guys think, like we said earlier, you know, he, it's out of the bag, right? He's on the EW covers, and they're all the sneak peek pictures for the filming of this season show. Show Merle. Okay, great. So do we think this is a full-time type of gig? Uh, are we going to see him most of the season? Are we going to get another cameo for an episode or a flash of him at the end? I mean, him being at filming now I think is a good sign, right? Unless schedule-wise, he just had to do his scenes now, and it's not very long. What are you guys' predictions for, for Merle? I honestly hope they use him sparingly. I think he's one of those characters who works best when he's you know, punctuating an episode or punctuating a scene and not trying to carry it all himself. Because um, I know a lot of people have problems with the character on, on many levels, but um, I, I'm fine with him as long as he's used for effect rather than to actually drive the plot in too many ways. Considering all his talk about, you know, uh, throwing stuff up the chain of command, you know, when he was going crazy in the sun there, when he was chained to the roof and stuff, I could definitely see him as one of the governor's lieutenants or, you know, pardon the pun, his right-hand man or, you know, one of his, uh, you know, in in league with the governor and then, confl- you know, conflicted when uh, Daryl shows up. I mean, that's how I think they're going to use him anyway. I predict he will appear in more than 50% of the episodes this season. My only prediction is that we'll see him in the first season, uh, the first episode of the season. One thing that I think about is, uh, and and this, again, it's not a spoiler anymore. It's everywhere. Uh, His prosthetic hand, which isn't a hand, it's sort of like a giant uh, knife or blade of of some kind like how much can yeah like how much can he really my first question was how much can he really be on screen before that gets goofy and then i started thinking of like a spin-off sitcom 
where like Merle would try to like drink <laughs> coffee and constantly like knock it over. The only job he can get is, is as in, like, an old-timey trash man who walks around the park sticking trash. Yeah, yeah. Or he's trying to pick up, you know, like, a tablecloth, and he just rips it to shreds because the hand keeps cutting it and stuff. I don't know. But <laughs> then, my, you hear I guess the, <laughs> then you hear the the soundbite from uh, Good Times when the mom's going, Damn, damn, damn! <laughs> or maybe he... Or maybe his brow gets sweaty and he accidentally goes to wipe the sweat off his brow and he cuts the top his, of his head off. <laughs> yeah, shaves his eyebrows off. We so, see him in a one one scene walking by Edward Scissorhands and just gives him the head nod. <laughs> yes. Maybe we'll get a chainsaw upgrade by the end of the season and we'll have some evil dead action. I was going to say Asha will assume for copyright infringement. <laughs> I wonder. I guess it'll. I guess it could be something that he puts on when he's about to, you know, kill somebody and not like. Can you see him like hanging around having conversations with that thing on his arm? Like it's just kind of silly. I guess. Or trying to get his pants undone to go to the bathroom with that thing. He had circumcises himself again. <laughs> he walks out and goes, "Could somebody unzip me, please?" How'd you get the beans over to Frank? Anyway. <laughs> Well, Jordan, I think that's the uh, final bell. Clearly, we're out of material. So, if you want to send us a voicemail, you can do so at 516-468-7912, and we might even play it on an upcoming show. Or send us an email, comments at walkingdeadtv.com. Check out hhwlod.com for all of our other great shows, like Half Hour Wasted with Brad, The Legion of Dudes with the rest of us, PKD Black Box, and Out Now with Aaron and Abe. And of course, all these shows can be found on Facebook as well. Don't forget to check out forumforgeeks.com where you can check out all of our shows as well as many, many other awesome podcasts. And follow us on Twitter at WDTV Podcast and at HHWLOD underscore network. So until there's no more room in hell and the dead walk the earth, remember, it's Dale who's the dead old guy. Have a good week, everybody. Good night. Have a good one. How could you forget Dale? Who? I can read the fine print. I just need glasses. I'm wearing my glasses. I'm just drunk. Good night. (laughs) I didn't hear a four. That's because we count down, generally. We have uh, uh, Rick himself. I always said Will. Yes, our, our hero Will. How awesome is that? I had not heard. Jordan, you're uh, probably the most in tune to that sort of thing. Hey, did you heard at all about this set? Yeah, we talked about it on the podcast before. Oh, well, then screw it. Then let's edit that out and <laughs> add it to the bloopers. <laughs> I don't remember talking about that set, but I guess you I don't did. remember a lot of things. Okay. <clears throat>